everyone should try being radically honest with their friends. Liter he was literally inside of me. Like we were having sex and I looked at him mm -hmm. dead in the eye and I was like, where'd your chain go? Two out of the three guys I was hooking up with at the time had necklaces. I am also <laughs> working on um, being more sensitive to sensitive people. The real world and the outside world, it's not so much in your control, I guess. He sent you porn on Christmas Eve. It's the best present yep. you could get. And, and I feel like most men are like, what the fuck? Like, just have never... Mm -hmm. Like that is like a very new thing for them. I think that everyone should try to incorporate a mirror into the bedroom. This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Dirty to me. The following guest's interview has been split into two parts. The second half will be released a week after the first one. It is important to listen to this one first as it builds up to the second. Therefore, some of the references may not make as much sense if taken out of context. Enjoy. It sounds like one word though. It's just like just a jumble of sounds. Hi everyone! Welcome to episode. I think this is three. Yeah, three of series two. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am so happy to be here, and I'm gonna actually straight away hand over to Ella to introduce our guest today because this is actually the first time that myself and the guest have met. So Ella, take it away. Hello, I'm actually, it still blows my mind that you guys haven't met because mm -hmm. Alo obviously is like my best, one of my best friends. And then <laughs> you are one of my, our guest is one of my best friends. So I've known since we were like two or three. Um, and so it's just like my world's exciting and I absolutely mm -hmm. love it. So our next guest, if you would like to introduce yourself. Oh, hi, I'm Miller. Hello. As in Nick Miller. Yes, good. <laughs> and um, from New Girl, yeah, for, for yes, from New Girl. And I don't know if that was supposed to be anonymous or, but oh. that's what it's from. And um, I use she/her pronouns. Fantastic, thank you. How we'd like to, you know, off the bat, get to know our guests is so you said your name, your pronoun. We are also both she/her. Um, so can you tell us one thing that you want to learn? Or something that you want to get better at? So it could be, you know, a language or an instrument, some, something like that. Sure. I, I would like to get better at um, mixing my... I am a very strong-willed individual, which is great, which I love about myself. Mm -hmm. But it's a beautiful I, quality. Thank you. Um... <laughs> I am also <laughs> working on um, being more sensitive to sensitive people because I'm really, I have a short patience with people who are sensitive because I just don't understand because I have never been a sensitive individual. Oh my God. My goal for 2021 is to start to understand like wh why people get so upset about little things. That's Wow, I feel That's like this is really, really targeted at me. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> it's really, it's really hard, and I think in the best way, in the best way. Yeah, most most of uh, 
I think most of my life I subscribed to the idea of like not being sensitive as being like elite or like you're stronger if you're not more sensitive. So I kind of was like, all these people are out here crying and everything, like get so upset over the little things that people say, like, what, like that is so like, it's not, not, not right, but I just never really understood it. And, and I have come to the realization from some self-discovery that it is okay to be sensitive and it's not bad and people shouldn't have to adapt to you like you can adapt to them as well we would not have got being friends in school then because i was the most sensitive little (laughs) bitch ever a lot a lot of my friends are sensitive yeah yeah like i'm super super sensitive i get really upset really easily (laughs) um but but the way that we like the way that that's okay is you and i are both super blunt upfront people okay um but my my i know that the next part of the podcast which is what is one thing everyone should try mm-hmm. i have two things oh. and the first one it goes in direct contrast to the thing i want to get better <laughs> at and that's everyone should try being radically honest with their friends because mm. it is a way and and here's the thing you actually can't do it unless both parties are on board because it doesn't work for one person to be radically honest and the other person to not be radically honest. You have to either work with your friend or your partner on it to both do it because otherwise you're just falling into what I just explained, which is that one person is like plowing through and the other person, you know, isn't comfortable with that. This is so, but I think that every single person should try at least once, like actively try to have uh, reciprocal radical honesty with their friends. That's really I fantastic. Totally agree with that. Yeah. How um, Ella and I, amongst our other friends, have been friends for twenty years, and I, it, with no, I don't think, I have never had a legitimate argument with with any of them, and I, I chalk it up to radical honesty. That's yeah, fantastic. and I also we do it in a really, which is so funny because we've been doing it for since we were little kids in this really healthy way where we don't per se schedule a time, but we make it known that we need to have a discussion and then, so, and then it comes up and we're both expecting it to happen. So nobody's caught off guard. Um, sure. We've literally been doing that since we were in like, like elementary school. Like it's, I, I don't know. It's just something that we learned and it works really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I totally agree with that. I don't think enough people are honest enough. I agree. Like completely honest enough with their friends. Yeah. I think it is definitely um, something that you do both need to be on the same page for because like you totally. said, Ella, you can't catch someone off guard like that because it just might come across as like aggressive if only one mm-hmm. person is on board with it. And mean. Yeah, know? and yeah. a bit mean. I think I, I definitely, it, this is part of my, I'm trying to be more sensitive, right? Because I am, <laughs> I have just always been honest. And I think I've always been very like true to myself. So if something mm-hmm. isn't working for me, I'm just always going to say it or, or if something's bothering me, I'm always going to be like, Hey, can you not do that? Or like that bothers mm-hmm. me either, or whatever. But I think depending on like the way people were raised, some people that's really mean to point something like that out or to like, they think that you're mad at them or whatever. So yeah. whereas before I was like, how could you be mad at me if when I'm just like expressing myself now, I'm like, Oh, okay. Like if someone isn't ready to meet you there, you can't just, yeah. 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 So, um, that's a very good point. That's, that's one of the things, but the other thing that is maybe more tailored, tailored to the podcast is I think that everyone should try to incorporate a mirror 
into the bedroom. Ooh. Like, not enough people do it. What? How? Can I ask? Can I ask why? Like, what about it was so groundbreaking for you? Okay. So, the first time, I mean, other than, like, I feel like if you're having sex, like, in a bathroom or whatever, I feel like that could be hot. Like, I think there were a few times where a mirror was, like, around the space that I was in. But mm-hmm. the first time that I, I would call it, like, use, like, mirror play is actually mm-hmm. my partner, one of my partners at the time, who was not necessarily, like, we didn't have, like, wild, crazy sex or anything like that. But one time we were staying um, in a room with, like, giant uh, walls that were mirrors. They were, like, sliding doors. Cool. And we were staying there for a while. And so I think we were just, like, spicing it up. And he, like, grabbed my hand and led me to in front of the mirror. And um, I gave him head in front of the mirror. And he was like, watch That's yourself. so spicy. Wait, so Ooh, you yeah. were looking at yourself? So I was looking at myself. He was looking at, like, the act through the mirror. But so what that does, I mean, that's a specific circumstance. Okay, I what need visuals because I, well, I don't want visuals, but I need, I don't, I can't get the. <laughs> it do you, It makes do you... it look, it's sort of like you're watching, it's like you're watching yourself in porn or something like that. Because, Ooh. like, I, okay, so the way that it oh. was, but to, try to, to. I'm trying to picture it uh, for the listeners to understand um (laughs) it would it would be like the the wall was mirrors and then we were our sides would have been facing the mirrors okay so it it was like a sideways view yeah so I was sort of looking sideways he was sort of looking sideways and we were both looking to the mirror watching the act and that was kind of the first time that I was like oh shit like I'm obsessed with myself a. <laughs> as you should be <laughs> and, and this is like a really cool technique so then when I um was single and sort of in like the dating game I made myself a little like bachelorette room and I dragged my mirror to right in front of my bed so then yes. now most of the time I, I almost always like orient mirror so that like I can watch either myself having sex or like I can watch um my partner having sex with me but like from sort of the outsiders it's a little like voyeuristic yeah I kind of love that but I have done that with a lot of my partners using the uh the head trick I think with the mirror specifically and I feel like most men are like what the fuck like just have never Mm-hmm. Like that is like a very new thing for them specifically, not necessarily like a mirror during sex, but I think specifically that they're like, wait, what are the fuck you're talking about? And of course, like I think it's like hot, and I always enjoy like you know watching myself or whatever. I think they mm-hmm. do. That's fantastic. Oh, I love this. Yeah. So I'm, everyone, I'm about to try that Yes, you should. You know, turn your mirror around, and um, yeah. It's, it's I'm like trick. looking at my mirror across my room. I'm in my room recording right now, and I can see my mirror, and I'm like, you guys should like shift it. Like, oh. Yeah, that's, that's what I, 100%. I actually will, I'll, the viewers won't be able to see, but if you see my thing, it's oh, actually yours face is tilted. Your... It's ah. like tilted away, so it's it's at the right angle. But anyway. Um, Whoa. Yeah, everyone, go home and try it. Uh-huh. Incredible. Oh, um, so kind of in the same vein, I guess, um, I would love to hear about your time during quarantine. I know different people had different approaches to it. I personally went into um, 
hibernation. I kind of committed to the nunnery. However, I know you have a totally different approach to it, and I'd just love to hear more about it. Um, yes. So I had a sexual awakening during quarantine, which who would have thunk? But <laughs> it only took a pandemic. Yes, yeah, exactly. I, I was in a very, very serious relationship uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. And then in like June or July, I had like an awful breakup, just really horrible. Um, Mm -hmm. not a good situation. Fine now, good friends now, but, um, a situation that just like rocked my confidence so bad. Mm -hmm. And I have always been like a really self-confident individual. Um, but this event that happened, this breakup just totally was like, I was so caught off guard. I, I don't know if I was heart broken but I was just like oh fuck like this is one of those situations that you hear from other people and it like doesn't sound good now it's like that's me right now like I I feel sorry for me for sure um (laughs) I feel sorry of course necessary the dry mouth was happening sorry sorry. anyway (laughs) bad bad breakup um And so I found myself single for the first time in a long time in the middle of a pandemic and important events had happened before I had started dating this person, Mm -hmm. um, which was that I was a very late bloomer, you know, sexually, which turns out I was a late bloomer by like 22 years, but I just mean in general, like I didn't have my first kiss until 16. I didn't, Mm -hmm. um, lose my virginity until after high school, just like, you know, very unattracted to people until I was like 18, 19, um, which I dated a person for a year. And then I immediately became severely depressed for not severely. I was really depressed Mm -hmm. for like two whole years. And obviously I don't know if whoever has dealt with depression, but you know that your sex drive just like completely plummets when you're depressed. And I just like, didn't like myself. And so even though I would like try to, uh, I would like try to date people like quote, quote, I would have never, like, I was so uncomfortable with myself that for like two years, I didn't even like think about dating anyone. And then I um, left the country for like five months. And then I immediately started dating this person. So sorry, that, that that's a very long line. But the last time that I had been single and like not depressed was when I was 17 years old. Mm-hmm. So I found myself at 22 single for what felt like the first single and like a woman like I had mm-hmm. never been an actual sexually freed woman before. totally different feeling so yeah it's totally different it, it was so weird because I like hadn't really thought about like I'd never been on dating apps I'd never was never even in the a place where I would think about like having sex with a random guy like that just was not where I was at until I found myself smack dab in the middle of the pandemic just going through this like awful breakup being like oh shit I'm like 22 and I'm hot now yes (laughs) um so I totally really seized the opportunity um and I you know hopped on the dating apps and I um had myself a a little roster going for for a long time which was so cool it was so awesome to date more than one man at a time like that was sick like, I, at my prime, I would have just, like, dick appointments. Like, I just, like, write DM oh. 
my ruminatized calendars and I would just line Beautiful. myself that's fantastic that you know is like three, three times a week and mm-hmm. um wow yeah that's that's the short story is that's what I did did with my quarantine um, <laughs> one of those hookups happens to be my my partner now but that's, that's oh very nice but um <laughs> but yeah the dating app thing was really fun because you definitely can take charge in a way that you don't do when you're trying to meet people not on a dating app if that makes sense what do you mean Um, can you explain it a little more yeah so i just always felt so in control where it's like i had always been really like i get sick to my stomach uncomfortable if like a man ever like approached me anywhere just because i think i felt so out of control but i think with the dating apps the whole time i was never like I, I had a handle on everything the whole time and it was very like, okay, I want you to come over or like, I'm going to come over to your house or like, I do want to have sex with you. I don't want to have sex with you. Like, I want to talk to you for a week, go on a coffee date with you and then have sex with you. Or the first mm-hmm. night we like meet in an hour, we can be having sex. Like it just all seemed very calculated for me, mm-hmm. which I think yeah. to get that type of control about your own sex and sexuality was super freeing and like a ginormous confidence boost yeah that's super empowering i've never i personally never thought about it that way that you are the person who is in complete control of this whereas Mm -hmm. when you're in the i mean for lack of a better term in the real world and the outside world it's not so much in your control i guess Mm -hmm. yeah definitely i like that i think that's such a positive way to look at dating apps because i feel like they get such negative yeah yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think um, it was, I sort of like, it's like when a kid is in a candy store and then they eat a lot of candy and then they get a stomach ache. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I am, am an, an, exce- an exceptional, exceptionally um, chaotic individual and my True. entire life has just never gone smoothly. Like, I mean, I've had a great life, but I just mean in terms of like, functionality and like being on time and organization and remembering people's names and like just I have never been an organized person my life has always been a ginormous mess and I really think that I thought that I could be dating three men at one time and um, it was awesome for like two weeks and then I would like double book myself I'd call someone by the wrong name I I oh my worst oh I can't even you have to. You have to. I'm mad to the day. I just think about. I think about this individual all the time. Like Spencer, if you're out there, I'm so sorry. I was <laughs> hooking up with this one guy. His name was Spencer. Super nice, really cool. Like not obviously like I was not romantic with any of these people at all, but just like a cool guy. Like I, I would enjoy being friends with him now probably. Um, he had like his ears pierced, but he had hoops. You know, sick. Really cool. And it, like nail polish. Like he, he was really cool. But, um, oh, yeah. and so hot, like so hot. And, ah, uh, I really liked hooking up with him, but I think part of it was because I was just definitely madly in love with the person that I'm dating now. Mm-hmm. But, um, that'll get you in, in, in one, oh, God, this was in the course of 24 hours. I was literally, he was literally inside of me. Like we were having sex and I looked at him mm-hmm. dead in the eye and I was like, where'd your chain go? And he was like, um, what? And I was like, yeah, like, where'd your chain go? Like, 
I said something like, like I was like, I usually like it in my mouth or something. And he just like looked at me and was like, I, I've never worn a chain. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm Jewish. Like I'm not like, he was like, I don't have a cross. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And he was just like, wrong guy, huh? And I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, and then, oh, it gets so, so much worse. So then I was like, oh, but that was honestly fine because he was really cool about it. And like, obviously it was not like, like we could both be fucking whoever we wanted. So it was fine, but it was just a total, like such a me thing to do. Like, of course I would have like mistaken that and like been dumb enough to say something, you know what I mean? Um, oh my. And so then the next day he was Snapchatting me and he didn't have a mustache. And I really thought I remembered him having a mustache. And I was like, oh, you shaved your mustache. And that was like the morning after we had had sex. And he was like, I don't have a mustache. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I shaved my mustache a month ago. And he was like, you didn't notice like what, when we were having sex, like we, we were kissing. Like, how did you not know that I didn't have a mustache? And I was like, uh, I'm really sorry. And then, and then later in that day, so this is all in the course of 24 hours. Later in that day, um, he had Snapchatted me. This was such a, this was an innocent one. He Snapchatted me and he was at the gym. And then the Snapchat didn't go through for like five hours. So I snapped it back and I was like, why are you at the gym at like nine o'clock? Like, what are you talking about? He was like, or did you mean to send that to me? And I was like, yeah, I meant to send that to you. And he was like, dude, I was at the gym like seven hours ago. I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, I just, and no, my no God. Spencer, I, I don't blame you. He sounds like a real trooper, though. No longer. <laughs> Actually, we do sometimes, but not, you know, in a platonic way. Um, yeah. I mean, he sounds like I a real was... trooper for, like, letting it happen again and again and again. And yeah. be like, Wait, it's just... We might have hooked up after that. But it was... Nice. That, that's when I knew. That's when I knew. That it wasn't him. Yeah. yeah. I, I was on the way out. I was like, I am surprised that you are still speaking to me. I would yeah. be horrified. Is the now the mustache and chain, was that all were you thinking about um the person that you're with now? Was that who you thought you were thinking of of? He says that all the time. Like, cause I told him that story. <laughs> oh, I told him the story at the time, which like him and I were not him and I have a weird we'll get we'll get there we, we okay. had a weird relationship at the time but I told him about this and like we were like fuck buddies and I would talk about my other fuck buddies like it was mm-hmm. fine um I mean it wasn't fine he hated everyone but it was fine <laughs> Good. for the, you know, the, the time being and he was like hmm like were you like thinking of me and I was like what? And I, obviously, he has a mustache, and he doesn't have a chain. He has a necklace. But he was like, "Oh, you're thinking about my necklace, weren't you?" Yeah. And I was like, "No, no, of and course I'm not." And in the back of my head, I'm like, "Oh my fucking god, am I thinking about this guy right now? Like, what is happening?" And this was always—I'm a, um, a late bloomer for a lot of things, but it takes me a long time to realize my feelings. So at the time, I was like, <laughs> "You know, like you think I think about you when I'm like fucking other guys? Like I absolutely don't." Little did I know, like, two months later. Surprise. <laughs> Surprise you do. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, so I don't know if I was thinking about him, like, subconsciously, or if I just, you know, two out of the three guys I was looking up with at the time had necklaces. And I just, I remember, I think, like, I'm really into, like, 
think using your mouth during sex is like a great thing that you can do. And I always, whenever guys have like chains or whatever, I always put it in my mouth. Mm -hmm. And so I think I, or like suck on it or something. And so I think I was thinking of that and being like, where did it go? I'm used to like doing that. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. And also, um, the, the place that I live is a small, 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 small town. So I'd run into both, like I'd run into two guys. I was fucking at the gym at the same time. Nice. I love that. I introduced two of them. Oh, you introduced them? Well, I it wasn't like, hey, this guy's like, you bedded me too. But I was like, <laughs> sitting with, I was sitting with one of them at the gym. Yeah. And, then and the other one came up and was like, hey, like, what's going on? Like, started to have the conversation with me. And I was, it was so awkward because the other guy was there. I couldn't like, yeah, just like, I was hoping that he'd just like, say hi and go away. And it was like, no, 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 like a real conversation. So I had to be like, oh, you this is you like oh and then i was really awkward about it but and he was like the chain that's the chain that's the mustache and the chain that's the chain man i'm like oh god oh my god anyway so my my time on dating apps was actually really fun because Mm -hmm. i was totally like sexually free i had so much fun i had never like gotten i never commanded that type of male attention before i think or like sought out male attention in that way. Um, mm-hmm. And it was awesome. It did wonders for my self-confidence. Um, yeah. And also it was cool to like, my type has always been like skinny, tall, like nerdy film boys. Um, what you thought your type was. What I, I thought you know? my type was. Yeah. And then, then I, oh, I really have, you know, it was cool to experience like different men um, in different ways. It's also important to, like, yes. figure out what you're actually attracted to, what you yeah. actually like. It's so important to date around. And different ages, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was talking of, like, a 20-year-old, a 24-year-old, and then I um, had a a short thing with a guy who was 30, which was the oldest man I had ever hooked up. Yes, uh, Ella is smiling because this man is an actual... <laughs> He's not it. He, um, <laughs> should... Should I even, I, this was like my rebound, like, Mm -hmm. and, and these two men, the the man that I was with first, and then this 30 year old could not be more far apart, like inter, like looks, personality, everything. And it was like the first few days that I was on the dating, dating apps for the first time, pretty much. And I saw this guy and I was like, holy shit, like. He is so hot. And this was, like, when I was, like, just kind of trying to figure it out. Like, I was, like, oh, like, he's way out of my league, whatever. But I was, like, this guy's hot. Like, I'm going to fuck this guy because I have not, like, I have not, like, <laughs> fucked a man before, you know? Yeah. And I was, like, this Love guy it. is a man. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just so hot. And I was, like, oh, he's not even going to sway back on me. He did. And then he didn't say anything. And I was, like, fuck this. I'm going to initiate the goddamn conversation. I oh, was excellent. Person. We end up talking for like you by you messaged him first. You mean we all got together and crafted oh, yeah. a message. Oh. And then, I remember, I remember so clearly yeah. getting the screenshot, and Miller was like, "Look at this man," and we were all like, "Yeah." I actually think Ella, the that group chat text was not the initial one. It was because we had been talking for like two weeks and I think I was like out of, I was out of that my mind, been it. whatever, but 
I had like texted him and he hadn't texted me back. And I, we had had this correspondence and I was like, no, like I have my, like, I want this guy, Mm -hmm. but I was like, I don't want to be like too, I'm not, I'm not a chaser. You know what I mean? I'm not going to like go after a guy if he's like not into me. Um, but I remember texting the group chat and I sent this picture and I was like, guys, this man's is so beautiful. He's 30 years old. Like, I really want to hook up with him. But, like, I've already texted him. He didn't respond to me, like, after, like, X amount of times. Like, mm-hmm. do I hail Mary it or not? And we crafted a text, and I hail married it. And I was like, hey, I'm in uh, – is it okay if I sit? I'll just say I'm in Vermont. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you're fucking sick. Like, when do you want to hang out? Oh. We did hang out, and we totally had sex. And it was – Fantastic. Um, that is amazing. Yes. You just he, need the group chat sometimes. What'd you say? You just need the group chat sometimes. That's what oh, you need definitely. to make the decision definitely. for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that that was the real that was the real push, I think, to my, like, confidence high mm-hmm. of being, like, that whole in control thing. Because it was kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm not walking up to this guy and, like, asking him out at a bar and then if he says no, I'm going to be, like, embarrassed because I'm in front of him. Like, yeah. I, I think you're dope. Like, let's yeah. hang out. Yeah. But, Unfortunately, the the man's turned a little sour. It, yeah, he, he's he was a very strange individual. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, hot and nice and like a good guy, I think, but definitely like could not. <laughs> he like couldn't. He was thirty, which was fine. And he, you know, he didn't really have like a a career job, which is also fine. It doesn't matter. But he like couldn't really account for what he had done from like twenty to thirty. So I kind of asked him. I was like. Oh, you know, like what do you? And we didn't, you know. I think we talked a long time. Like the first time we hung out, we talked for like you know hours, yeah, and then hooked up. Um, but you know, other than that, we didn't have like a real relationship. Like I didn't ask very many questions. Like, <laughs> you couldn't really like. I don't know, because I was like, well, what what have you done? Like, what do you do? Yeah, you know. And he just like couldn't. I was like, have you just done like? I don't know. It, it was a little sus, but yeah, you know, that's it, a bit sus. It was really, really hot, so it was fine. And then it started <laughs> to get a little bit more sus. And like him and I stopped course, like correspondence completely. I actually thought he blocked me, um, which was really weird. I had like never been blocked before, mm-hmm. and like for no reason. Like he was kind of at the bottom of my roster, so like we'd see each other occasionally, but I wasn't like invested in this man's. And I thought he blocked me, but he ended up just deleting, like, all of his social media, like, and his, like, Tinder and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, that's really weird. Maybe and so I was married. like, okay, peace out, dude. Like, that's fine. I had other I had other guys. Yeah. Then, and, like, we hadn't talked for, like, a month. And I thought that he had blocked me, as I said. Then I was running down, like, the main street in my town. And I was just running, like, a sports bra and leggings. And I, this car like slows down by me and then speeds up really fast and I was like okay that's weird but like whatever and I immediately get a text message and it's from this man's and he says oh I could recognize those tattoos and that fat ass from a mile away like <laughs> you look good like go get it <laughs> and I was like what like who is this man and I was like why would he slow down and speed up by me like that's really weird and I kind of was like okay like good to know that my ass looks good when I'm on a run but yeah like, exactly. that is a weird thing to say it's so gross. Like, that seems like those sexy tattoos and that fat ass and I was like uh-uh. wow uh-huh. so 
That happened. I mean, and I, go ahead. Go both ahead. things. I both things are true, but he could have worded it like way better. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. I liked the Where? encouraging message at the end, though. Like, go get it. Not like, hey, you want to yeah. bang again? But like, right. keep doing you. Like, I love yeah, that. Yeah, he didn't, like, he didn't <laughs> have, like, runner emoji. And I was like, okay, like, weird. But like, whatever. Like, that, that's fine. Um, what the fuck? And I think he sent, like, a double text. Like, I think I had texted him that. And then I didn't respond. And then he texted me again, like, 20 minutes later being like, good to see like just weird it just started to get weird and so you know I would like I responded like cordially or whatever yeah, I, yeah. I know I'm not into like not responding or ghosting or anything like that so um then then no correspondence again for a month meanwhile I'm like involved with other guys whatever not really thinking about this guy and then he sends me a tiktok and it's like, hey, um, this TikTok really reminded me of you. Also, sorry, like, just so you know, like, I actually deleted all my social media. Like, TikTok is the only thing I have. What was but, the like, TikTok? I had to send this to you. Um, just, like, watch it. Uh-oh. And I watched Uh-oh. the TikTok. And it's a girl being like, oh, like, when I see you with, like, your new girlfriend, I don't feel bad because I know that, like, I'm the best head you've ever had what something like that fuck? like I've been the best head you've ever had and then I was like oh lol and he was like yep like I have literally ne- never had someone as good as you like you're <gasps> the best I've ever had whoa <laughs> I'm like why are you sending me this tiktok like this you were a 30 he was 31 at the time a 31 year old man like <gasps> what are you doing guy and like I'm like a random girl that you slept with like casually in the summer and fallen was like yeah like you're just like honestly like best head I've ever had. How I was like, flattered, like, thank you <laughs> very much. But, like... Well, why did he send it to me to TikTok? I don't know. And then... Okay, so He's that happened. One. Wait, also, yeah, what's the know. time... Like, how long is the time between your last correspondence with him and then this TikTok? Like, how long oh, since... Probably, like, a month. These are all a oh. month in between. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's enough so, time to move on. <laughs> it's really weird. It was really weird. And then, like, I think the last time that we had hooked up was, like, late September, mm-hmm. maybe. And then, like, one of them is October, one of them is November. And then, on Christmas Eve, I woke up to a text message from this man. And I was like, what in the fuck could this guy be doing? And also, I, like, I label all of, like, my boys... I'll like quote and it'll be like Tinder or whatever. And he was like the second name I had on Tinder. So his name's like Alex Tinder too. <laughs> like, phone like, uh, I wake up, I'm like, Alex Tinder too. Who? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's this guy. It's on Christmas Again. Eve. He just sends a video. Oh. No text, no context. Is a he video. wanking? Is that a video of him wanking? Um, no. So oh. I'm with my whole family. So I like have to wait. I'm like, what the fuck is this video? Like, I obviously can't open it up because, like, God only knows what it is. Just porn. He just, he sent me, um, this video of a man, uh, dressed up as Santa, fucking four girls dressed up as reindeers. And, mind you, I didn't receive a Merry Christmas. Like, this bit, like, here you go. Not a, nothing. Just... Just he, that. He said you're um, on Christmas Eve. Huh? 
He sent you porn on Christmas Eve. It's the best present yeah. you could get. And it's Christmas I, miracle. I respond. Um, you know, I was really thinking about. It. I thought for a second there. You know, holidays are low. I was like, is this hot or creepy? It's pretty <laughs> it creepy. Like it could be hot. Maybe I don't know. Um, but actually, I. I, I decided that it was creepy and I didn't respond. Um, but now sometimes him and I will like correspond on, on Instagram. Like he, he got his Insta back, you know? Oh. Ooh. And he'll like respond to my story sometimes. And I, you know. He just sends you I pen. like the messages. Oh, just, <laughs> just some like light correspondence between a man who would send you questionable content. I am so excited for yeah. the follow up and to find out yeah. what he sends on Easter. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Anyway, but th- so so in summation, um, I love the dating apps, but I I don't know if I'm you know, actually that's why I am cut out for them. Like I had a blast and they were yeah. good, but um, dating multiple men at once is something that you should do only if you are a type A person, and I strongly believe that because it will come back to bite you in the ass, as it did for me and poor Spencer. <laughs> honestly spencer's the real victim of this whole <laughs> thing. feel bad yeah, poor soul. yeah you know i mean i think it like serial dating on on uh dating apps is even if it ends up just being a shit show you still learn from it i feel like at, you, oh, yeah. you gotta you, you know you don't have to do anything but i i think everyone should have a go at that interested to hear more Part two of Miller's episode will be available to listen on April 13th.